Hey, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for tuning into Spiritual Podcast with myself, Ashley. In this episode, we delve deep into Saturn in Pisces. It is a very long episode, so please do pull up a seat, make yourself some tea, get comfortable, and just take in all the knowledge that I'm sharing with you about this specific transit. Hi guys, welcome back to Spiritual Podcast with myself Ashley for those of you who are joining us for the first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to my channel, welcome back to my podcast, welcome back to your spiritual safe space where we discuss all things spiritual. Today, guys, we have a lot to talk about. I feel like I haven't stopped talking. Like I took a whole weekend, the weekend just gone to do some content prepping, some content planning, some filming, some recording, some editing, some snipping, some snapping. And I feel like I just haven't stopped talking for like the last couple of days, which is so bizarre because I've been on my own. <laughs> I've been on my own. Um, please excuse my air freshener. I've been on my own and I feel like I've had a field day in my mind with just being creative um, and it's been wild. Um, but yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. First things first, Love Island is back. Guys, my guilty pleasure. I cannot believe it's time for Winter Love Island again. So I just know, like, my evenings of being productive are just going to go right out the window because I'm going to be tuning in for an hour or so every day to watch people try and find love on TV. Anyways, so I thought, let me come and <laughs> get all my work done before Love Island officially starts, which is going to be literally in a few hours. Um, and then we'll see where we go from there. But yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys about Saturn moving into Pisces. And I had to do a whole episode dedicated to this because, guys, I don't know how long I want to be here. We could be here for 40 minutes. We could be here for an hour, two hours. I don't know. I wrote so many notes, like I have so many notes about this transit. Um, my mind is in overload at the moment. Like I have Jupiter in Aries in my third house and it has been wonderfully insightful, but also draining because my mind every day is on go, 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 go. Like I'm just getting so many ideas. I want to be so creative. I want to do 900 things at once. And then on top of that, whenever I am trying to sleep, I am just having mad vivid dreams. And I think that might be because I've changed my meditation um, to binaural beats. I've been listening to the Theta Waves specifically. And honestly, guys, I don't know if, if anyone has experienced this, but my dreams are mad. <laughs> My dreams are mad. Like I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck was that? I have a theory that I think parts of our dream are like parts of our past life memories. I don't have proof of this, but I'm really convinced that that is the case because some of the things that I dream of, I'm just like, this is me in a past life. Like this is not anything to do with me currently as who I am. This is some memory from past life. Like it feels like I've lived this moment before. Anyways, I have a very vivid dream life. I'm a Pisces, sun and moon. So, you know, it's typical of us to have a really rich dream life and be able to recall dreams. So 
yeah, I wonder if anyone has the same kind of experiences. If you do, please do let me know in the comments or send me an email. Um, let me know like if you have really weird dreams and whether you've been able to like decode them because I'm big on decoding dreams. Like people always like, oh, it's just a dream. I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not just a dream. There's meaning behind this. I need to figure out what that meaning is. And everyone thinks I'm mad and I'm like, no, I know. My guys communicate with me in dreams. I know that for sure. So yeah, I wonder if anyone has the same kind of experiences. So if you do, please do let me know in the comments. Anyways, enough of my rambling. I hope you guys are well. I hope you've had a great Monday so far. Again, I'm ahead of schedule. So Saturn doesn't move into Pisces until the beginning of March, but we are recording this on the 16th of Jan because I'm just a goody two-shoes. I'm like the teacher's pet who does their homework way in advance. Um, so first things first, Saturn moving into Pisces. This transit will be until 2026, which is quite a long time, all right? We have um, Saturn changing the signs from Aquarius into Pisces. So for the last three years, roughly, we've had Saturn in Aquarius, which has been what you've seen. <laughs> Uh, a whole strange experience. Um, and now we're changing themes, okay? It's really important that you understand that we're changing themes. So what is going to be happening on the world stage is going to have a whole new face, a whole new energy, um, and a whole new focus. So that's something that you really need to be mindful of. So from the 7th of March, 2023, which is when Saturn will move into Pisces officially, we'll start to see these themes playing in motion. If you are highly intuitive, if you are connected, you will definitely see these things happening now and you would have seen them <clears throat> and you would have seen them happening over the last couple of years because bear in mind we've had Neptune in Pisces. We've also had Jupiter in Pisces. So we've had some introductions to some of the things that are going to be a reoccurring theme over the next three years okay saturn will go retrograde throughout its period in in pisces so the first retrograde will be on june the 17th until november the 4th 2003 2003 2023 guys the second one will be june 29th to november the 15th 2024 and then july the 13th to november the 28th 2025 which will start in Aries to retrograde back into Pisces. So at some point in this transit, um, Saturn will ingress into Aries, but it will literally just be dipping in like most planets do. They dip in and then they go retrograde and then it's like another couple months or almost half a year before that planet goes officially into that sign. So Saturn will dip into Aries on May the 25th, 2025. So put that date in your calendar so you can kind of just know, I guess, um, before going retrograde about a month and a half later. So like I said, we get a little taste of what Saturn and Aries is going to be kind of covering. And again, that's now a new theme and new energy that's being brought in. Um, and that's going to be explored in the collective and on the world stage. Then we have Saturn officially moving into Aries on the 14th of February, 2026. Now, what is significant about um, Saturn in Pisces and then ingressing officially into Aries is that we have Neptune 
in Pisces finishing up in 2025-26 as well. And Neptune will be also ingressing into Aries. So this is going to be a very, very interesting next few years to see what is happening. Okay. I have a I have a clear idea of what I think the future may look like for all of us. Um, but it's going to be very interesting to see this plan or um, these themes taking place in action. We're going to talk a little bit about Saturn. Saturn, 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 Saturn. I have a love-hate relationship with Saturn. But as I've matured and as I've got older, I've become a very big fan of Saturn for very, very many reasons. Um, even to the point where I'm sure I've mentioned it on this podcast before, that I've wrote poems about Saturn because the love that I feel like Saturn teaches is nothing like any other planet. <laughs> I just feel like it's very unique. It's very... Um, it's very loving. Although that Saturn is a very cold planet and can be seen as a negative planet, um, I think that the love that Saturn brings through its lessons is very loving, actually, very supportive. Um, so when we're talking about Saturn, we're talking about major life lessons, okay? Saturn is associated with karma. People often associate this planet and the sign Capricorn or Aquarius with karma, good or bad karma. Karma is just energy. I just like to put that out there. Um, but it's also about where you feel inadequate. So in your chart, wherever Saturn sits is where you tend to feel inadequate. And the house, which, um, is ruled traditionally by the sign that your Saturn is in, is also the house that you can find more insight into what makes you feel inadequate. So I like to think of the house where Saturn is transiting as the place where you feel those limitations, like in your everyday life. And then I like to look at the house of the sign that traditionally rules the sign that your Saturn is in as the house that can give you insight into um, what lessons you kind of ignore. Um, And that's what causes the limitations in the house that Saturn is actually in. Okay, so for example, if you have Saturn in your seventh house and your... um, 12th house is ruled by Libra or Taurus, it's likely that your limitations or restrictions or obstacles come from your subconscious, things that are ingrained in you that you don't pay attention to that then create further obstacles and limitations in your 7th house, if that makes sense. Um, It's really like in my head, I can think of how... I'm seeing a chart and seeing that play out, but trying to explain it might not be in the best way. But either way, Saturn is about inadequacy and limitations. But funny enough, Saturn is also about your ambition, your career, your status, and how you go about maintaining or establishing some some sort of stability in your life. So again, that just goes back to my analogy of like one house (laughs) influencing or indirectly influencing where Saturn sits in your chart. And, and I guess the key lying in 
that house to unlock the obstacles or opportunities that can arise from the house that Saturn is in. Um, Sometimes we see Saturn being associated with like less favorable things like lessons and hardship and learning and maturing, which can seem quite boring. Like it, it is, it's literally like we don't want to be bothered with these kind of things in life. Like who wants to believe that every single thing that you experience is a lesson or every single hardship that you go through, there's a lesson to learn. It's like being in school all over again. And then on top of that, because there's no end date, like when you was in school, when you was in college, you knew that eventually you was going to leave that environment and you was just going to go off and do what you want to do and be free. With Saturn, it's like your entire life. <laughs> there's no end date. So it's like, oh, can I be bothered to be doing all of that work? Can I be bothered to be really taking responsibility and accountability for all these things like can I be bothered and some people literally cannot be bothered okay and that's another thing about Saturn like it's not just about um the limitations and karma it's about responsibility it's about accountability it's about time it's about all these things that I guess make you an adult So managing Saturn in your chart requires a lot of introspection, retrospection, like I said, responsibility and accountability. You can see why Saturn is one off, if not the most disliked planets. Its energies are foreign to most people, especially in the younger years. And that is so fascinating because as I've learned a lot more about Saturn, I understand why the Saturn return isn't till your late 20s, because it's like, you're not an adult. I think even in your late 20s, you're still, you're just entering adulthood. So to have your Saturn return, it's like, you are finally like just analyzing all the things you've learned <laughs> from your 20s. Literally, that's all that is. You're analyzing all the things that you learned, um, recognizing all the lessons that you learn and using them to grow. So when you move forward, you don't make the same mistakes. Um, and I think that's a very clever way of astrology working. Like what I thought I was at 20 is nothing compared to what I am at 27, 28. And it's going to be nothing compared to what I am when I have my second side return and even into my late forties. I'm thinking way ahead here, but it's just like at each stage of your next phase of adulthood, I guess, Saturn comes along to say, Hey, just a little check-in, just checking in with you, just checking to see whether you've learned the things that you need to learn, just checking to see whether you're being responsible, whether you're growing up, whether you've matured. Um, and I think that's that's love. I think that's definitely love. Like it's things that we do on a daily basis with family and friends. Like we check in with them, we see how they're doing. We're seeing if, you know, they're growing in certain areas. So that's just Saturn's way or the universe's way or the planet's way of doing that. Um... They do say pleasing Saturn is in your best interest. Like a happy Saturn is a happy life, in my opinion. I feel like when Saturn is trying to show you shit and you're just like, oh no, I'm going to go off and do what I want to do. I don't think I need to learn that lesson. It's not that deep. Saturn will let you go and do that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to give you the space to fuck up. And then where are you going to end up? Right back here, right back to me. So I feel like... 
if you're ever in a space where it's like, I'm learning something and I think I should learn it sooner than later, do that. (laughs) Don't delay. I mean, don't have a boring life. Don't have fun. Don't like not live with, you know, passion and take risks and stuff. But at some point you have to be intentional with how you're living okay and that's what Saturn wants Saturn wants you to be intentional with how you're living and to make decisions that are going to benefit you in the long run and if they don't benefit in the long run then sometimes it's just not worth doing them and you have to learn at some stage in your life that fun isn't the the ultimate goal like responsibility maturity accountability all these boring things but also good things are what you ultimately want to incorporate more of into your life. Um, Funny enough, Saturn is the planet that actually sees your potential and has a set of expectations. I would say high expectations at that. So the more you meet these expectations, the greater the reward. Um, And that just goes back to Saturn um, ruling over the 10th house, being where we assert ourselves in the world, what we see ourselves doing as a career, how people know us, what we're recognized for, our contribution to the collective is what Saturn rules over. So Saturn sees you clearly. It knows what you're capable of. It knows that sometimes you're doing things or you're in spaces or you're in relationships with people that you can do better at. And that's what Saturn kind of pushes you. It's like nudging you along. It's like, you know, you go to the candy store, you see something that you want to you wanna buy. It's like, I really want to buy this sweet. And Saturn's like, no, there's a bigger sweet. There's a better sweet. But you just got to wait for it to come. It's in transit. It's not here yet. And you're like, no, but I really want that sweet. And it's like, what's the point? It's not going to be good for you. Like, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to enjoy it. It's going to give you pleasure for a few seconds and then it's going to be over. And why would you do that when you can wait for the, the bigger sweet that is already on its way? And that's kind of how I see Saturn. And usually most planets working anyway. So Saturn being the Lord of Time, he deliberately places obstacles, causes delays. Sometimes it's like, bro, are you setting me up for failure? Like, seriously? Like, what is this? Like, you'll think you're doing the right thing and Saturn's like, "Mm, actually, I don't, I don't think you've quite got it right yet. And you're like, so what am I supposed to be doing? Someone show me, what am I supposed to be doing? And more often than not, we know what we're supposed to be doing, but we just chose to do something else. For ego's sake, we might choose to go down a different path because we think that's what's best for us, but Saturn always knows what's best. Um, Saturn usually is teaching you humility. (laughs) One thing I've learned is that Saturn will humble your ass, okay? You will think you know something. You'll think you understand something. You'll think you've made the right decision. And Saturn will come along and be like, no, that did not make sense. How did you come to the conclusion that that made sense? And you you have to start all over again. So one thing I have always said about Saturn is you will be humbled <laughs> for sure. You can never say that will never be me. And that's why I never say stuff like that because Saturn will humble you. That's where that karma comes in, good or bad karma. It's like, you know, don't ever put yourself on a high horse and think that things can never happen to you because they can. Saturn wants you to learn patience. 
mainly resilience and also critical thinking. This is about developing your logical muscles. Half of the things we would go to war with Saturn about, we don't even know if we want long term. We usually just want it in the moment or to avoid facing a painful reality. And that goes back to an experience that I'm sure we all have had at some point in our lives. Like how many relationships or people did you sacrifice yourself for? How many people in relationships did you convince yourself, I want to be with this person. This is my person. This is right. The universe just doesn't want me to have what I want. Why don't you want me to have what I want? And you do this all out of love. And then you swear you needed or you really, really wanted that thing or that person. And then you come to discover that actually you did just fine or better without that situation or person in your life. And that's Saturn. Saturn's like, I know in this moment you really believe that this is, this is the end all and be all. But I, I can see further ahead than you. I'm a gigantic planet. I can see what is in store for you and there is better. So I'm going to allow you to suffer a little bit of pain in this particular moment, knowing that you're going to heal, you're going to get over it and you're going to access something that is more better, something that you deserve. And I think that's what tough love is. Okay. Tough love from the universe. And that's exactly what Saturn is. Believe it or not, Saturn doesn't want any harm or pain to come to us. In fact, if we listen to Saturn, a lot of the turmoil that we experience could be avoided. But where is the fun in that? You know, life is to be lived. Life is to be experienced. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows, the the laughter, the crying, the pain, the hurt, the love, the joy, the happiness, all of that ties into the human experience. So I feel like although we go through periods of hardship, it's not the end of the world, okay? There's always happiness on the other side of despair. I often have to remind myself that we also came here for this full human experience. Um, Like we didn't come here just to have, you know, everything perfect and like, what is the fun in that? There's no fun in that. And I feel like a lot of the time, the things that we go through do develop our character. They do allow us to develop the right muscles, emotional muscles, mental muscles, physical muscles, spiritual muscles. It helps us develop into who we are today. And sometimes, yes, the things that we go through aren't pleasant. They're very painful. But without those things, we wouldn't be who we are. So, you know, to some degree... Saturn is, you know, it's got its bad press, but I think the more you work with Saturn, the more you understand just why this planet does what it does to every single person. Like, I feel like a lot of people go through things and we all go through similar things just in different kind of ways. But overall, like we've all experienced heartbreak. I hope everyone's experienced heartbreak at least once in their life. (laughs) Um, Because if you don't, then you're not going to know what it really is like to love somebody. But, I mean, I'm not wishing that on anyone, but, you know, it's a very common experience. But the gist is that everyone has common experiences, okay? And we're not alone. And I I think this is the beautiful thing about this 
um, internet age is that we can share experiences with each other. You know, we're not alone. We can find like-minded communities and people, even if we're, you know, far away from each other or very close to each other, there's that opportunity for us to connect with each other in different ways and share our experiences and not be ashamed for going through life, for experiencing life. That's literally what it is. We're experiencing life and we're sharing it with each other. And that is a beautiful thing. So anyways, for the last three years, Saturn has been in Aquarius and we have been put through the absolute ringer. It has been fucking awful. (laughs) But in the midst of that, I've had some really great times, guys. Like I've learned so much about myself that I'm even so excited for Saturn going into another sign. Like I never thought I would come to a place where I'm thoroughly embracing the lessons that life wants to bring to me that the universe wants to bring to me ultimately they can see things that I can't see sometimes and the only way for me to do the work is for the universe to show me these things so how can I be mad at that how could I want an easy life you know I want to an easy life in the sense that I choose every day to be happy um and not to suffer but ultimately there's things about myself that I need to pay attention to, to grow. So why would I not want to do that work? But, um, considering all that we've already discussed, I want to say to you guys, what would you say are your biggest lessons? Like as we're going into a new cycle of Saturn, what would you say Saturn Aquarius taught you? What are some of the things you're leaving behind? And if you want, you can proclaim them by leaving them in the comments. Do not be shy. Just a one line or emoji or whatever you want to put in there. Just share something that you are leaving behind um, this year from 2022. And hopefully Saturn will guide you with all its love and care (laughs) to leave that thing behind officially. I personally have learned a lot about boundaries. Saturn is again a planet associated with boundaries. I've learned a lot about energy, about my time and my space and how important it was to be critical in my approach to these areas of my life. Particularly being mindful of how actually I was the one holding myself back on most occasions and why psychologically I did that to myself. Um... For many, many years, I knew I had some wisdom to share with people and that would go as far as my friends and family. And it was in the Saturn and Aquarius cycle when the nodes were in Gemini and Sagittarius that I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start a podcast. Many years before that, I had written blog posts. I had, you know, shared my poetry. I had written like really small stories and stuff but I never really spoke so much about the wisdom my psychic abilities my understanding of astrology my relationship with tarot I never spoke about any of those things because I was ashamed that I was going to be judged I was going to be called crazy I was going to be branded a witch and it wasn't until I um discovered a large community on YouTube. First of all, shout out to all you guys in the United States. Like, I think you guys are just so way ahead. Like, the UK people don't be doing astrology or tarot. They think it's, they think it's evil, guys. <laughs> they think it is evil. It's only, like, as of recent, I've been discovering other, like, oh, not even other, like, one other YouTube YouTuber or um, podcaster that 
openly spoke about um tarot and doing that and like just the way she spoke about it was so positive um I think her name is Kalechi I heard her on the receipts podcast but the way she spoke about it was so positive I was like oh that's my girl like you're someone that I can relate to because I don't really hear especially in the black community I don't really hear people talking about tarot in the UK the way I understand and love tarot like the way I discovered tarot the way I read tarot the amount of people I've helped with tarot like I can never see it as an evil thing. Um, and I, I just really tried to hold that in and hide it because I didn't want to be called crazy <laughs> by people. Um, but yeah, anyways, going back, because I went off on a tangent, it was in Saturn and Aquarius and when we had the uh, Gemini and Sagittarius nodes that I decided I'm going to make a podcast. Fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm going to come here. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to talk to people. And I'm just going to see what the hell happens. And so I realized that I was holding myself back because I had a lot of knowledge that I wanted to share, but I just didn't feel confident like sharing it. I didn't feel confident even coming on YouTube and showing my face. Like I had, guys, this is a conversation for another day. I had a really bad body dysmorphia and that was awful. It was just like, I don't see myself the way people see me and therefore I'm never going to show my face anywhere, like widely public, like it's fucking YouTube. There's so many people on here. Anyways, I just realized that I was holding myself back and I wanted to do something for me and something that I love and enjoy. And that's how this podcast came about. Anyways, moving on. Saturn in Pisces is a different energy, a different theme. Like I said, the awareness and the lessons coming are very different. Understanding Pisces is very tricky. Um, People like to brand us as wishy-washy. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Do you know why I agree? Because it's true. We we be in something one second and then out of it the other because we like to change our mind. And I think that's a good thing. I think embracing changing your mind is a good thing. I think it's healthy. Like you can make a decision based on um, something that you feel in the moment. And then when you've come to your senses, you can decide, oh, actually, I don't I don't I don't feel that way anymore. What's the what's the harm in that? Granted, on some occasions, it doesn't make sense because if it's a serious decision, then you can't just be flippy, floppy, wishy-washy. But I think on most occasions, we just make we just make decisions based on how we feel. And that's, yeah, I mean, you can argue that it's not logical, of course, and that we should make decisions out of logic. But sometimes the decisions that we need to make aren't always dependent on a logic view or standpoint. So, yeah we're feeling, we're, we're, we're a sign that feels a lot and we have to rely on our intuition and our feelings. So that's just what it is. But we can be many things energetically, like Pisces is a extremely mutable sign associated with the 12th house, ruled by two giant um, planets in the solar system, Jupiter and Neptune, although Neptune um, is usually seen as the the main ruler of Pisces, but we have Jupiter there that likes to amplify everything. And talking about that, Pisces is the only sign in the Zodiac that is ruled by Neptune and Jupiter, two really large planets. So it does create the space for us to be one way, one minute and another way, the other. And we actually have to do a lot of work with that. Like, it's a struggle every day. Sometimes it makes us crippled with indecisiveness. So, 
that's something that a lot of people thankfully don't have to suffer with otherwise nothing would have a solid basis in society <laughs> if there was a lot of pisces anyways we're also known to shape shift which is a blessing and a curse like i've just described like we can adapt to many different environments many different personalities many different things but it means that we lose ourselves in a lot of things okay and sometimes it's hard to establish a difference between us and other things and other people and other feelings and other energies and so on and so forth so pisces has to do a lot with um staying grounded being connected to your intuition in a way that you can't fault what you feel and know that what you feel is right and correct in order for you to make um fruitful decisions but Overall, Pisces is about endings, okay? The 12th house is associated with endings. It's about the subconscious mind. It's about dreams in the literal form and the fantasy form. It's also the house that can bring insight into what you're addicted to um, and what mental health issues you may have. It's the house of water, okay? Pisces is a water sign. Very intuitive, feeling, emotional, compassionate water sign but it's also about oil the ocean and our sea life okay so i think with saturn in pisces i think we're going to discover so much more about water as a living um organism like the sacredness of this beautifully charged natural resource and the life in and beneath our water when i was preparing for this episode one thing that came that came up for me was um avatar the way of the water i went to see it three hour long film didn't need to be that long but it was great nevertheless it was so emotional like i i cry all the time i can watch <laughs> i went to see um black panther and i cried like four times in way of the water i cried like three times because i'm just an emotional being and i like to feel my emotions and i love going to the cinema like it just makes me forget reality for a moment i actually feel like i'm there with the people in the film so that's why i get upset but it reminded me of when i saw um spoiler alert <laughs> when i saw um the avatars communicating with the sea life using sign language i was like this is brilliant has anyone ever tried communicating to a well with sign language like you guys don't know what language they speak you don't know you don't know if they understand like, has everyone ever tried that? No, I don't know. But it reminded me of that. And I was like, this whole movie sums up what a Pisces in, a Saturn in Pisces transit could be like. Like, we're going to talk a lot more about it, but it, 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 the feels of it, like the water, the, um, the connection between the people and the land and their spirituality and their, their gifts like their gifts when it comes to the water, knowing the water, knowing the animals, um, the relationship they have with the um, sea life there, the way they the way they have power but don't abuse it was really interesting to see and really, really um, like heartwarming. I think one of the main takeaways uh, for me from Avatar was the way they felt responsible for the life of the sea life like they were the protectors of the sea and 
obviously we had the bad people coming to invade and to um, extract from the sea life the resources that they wanted um, without actually considering the consequences and the damage that they were doing to that community of sea life. And I think that's an important message for Saturn in Pisces. Like we're going to have a different perspective on the way that we treat water, the way that we deal with our oceans, the way that we deal with the life in our oceans. Um, I think it's going to bring about a very different perspective on how we relate to other animals as well. And one of the things that I felt um, very interestingly come up was that at the same time that we have Saturn and Pisces, we have Pluto and Aquarius. So I think that there's going to be significant tech advances and this is going to provide us with more freedom to safely explore different parts of this beautiful earth that we're on. So not just space, there's definitely going to be a lot of focus on space and science and um, astrophysics and all that stuff. But I think the depth of our ocean, um, some hidden gems, some secrets, I think people probably know more than they let on about what goes on down there. But I think there's going to be a lot of um, exploration of that. And this is going to um, help us evolve mentally and spiritually because we're going to have a different way of relating to the life around us. And this is me being very far-fetched, but maybe we will even find a way to communicate effectively with sea life and so on. And that will start the process of us being like, oh, oh, animals actually speak. We just don't understand what they're saying, but they actually can communicate. Like dogs can understand us. They sure do. But they communicate in their own language. Like they exist without having to speak a goddamn word to us besides barking. So definitely some insight there. Obviously, this is not something that's going to happen as soon as Saturn enters Pisces. But give it a good couple years, especially through the Pluto in Aquarius cycle we can see some significant advancements in tech and so on and so forth. I think more possible manifestations will be, um, as we saw with Saturn and Aquarius, uh, government or people, those people out there, trying to control us via natural resources. So I had said before um, last year that I think there's going to be some sort of rationing of natural resources that we use or like some bans put in place and I remember seeing like some suggestions of like national block blackouts and stuff like that to save energy and da, 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 da. um don't be surprised if those things actually become common practice over the next couple of years okay they're gonna use lots of different tactics to scare people um and this is to get people to conform to basically the way they want us to live because they know that things are slipping between their fingers people are not being easily controlled anymore people are waking up people are having their own opinions people are having downloads and insight into things that they weren't privy to before and they're going to try everything that they can to kind of make people conform so expect oil to go up again um gas to be an issue and water even to be limited or rationed or some sort of scare like oh the water is poisoned or our water is dying and da, 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 da. 
I think trying to regulate spiritual communities is definitely one that's going to come up. Um, just looking at the way that Saturn and Aquarius panned out, I think Saturn and Pisces is going to be another way in which they try and control um, another aspect of humanity, which is spirituality. Um, there's going to be possibly silencing of spiritual voices because we'll see an influx of people making money through spirituality and choosing this as a as a career path. Like you can become a spiritualist or a Reiki master or a yoga master or like actually seeing that as a um, well-dignified career path and position. And I think with that comes regulations and policies and rules because as with any good thing, we have bad things where people are exploiting vulnerable people with readings. Don't even get me started on some of these. <sighs> some of these tarot readers, guys. I watched, I used to watch tarot readers on YouTube a lot. Um, and that was just for me to see what was out there. And I thought some of you are really exploiting people. Like you're exploiting their pain. You're exploiting their, their hurt. Like you're what's that clickbait in them getting them to click on your on your um content because you're putting in really strange titles i'm not judging anyone but it's just like spiritually it's not good <laughs> it's not a good place to kind of try and get views by like picking tarot topics that are very toxic or bizarre anywho's um, but yeah, people can exploit people. So I think there's definitely going to be, um, some focus on that and how that can be regulated. God knows how that's going to happen. Even with astrology, people might have to like get qualifications, God forbid, but <laughs> people might have to get qualifications before they can, um, like become, um, an astrologer or someone who is being paid as an astrologer or sees themselves doing that as a career. I think there's going to be legalization of psychedelics to help with addictions, um, mental health and trauma. Really exploring alternative therapy is what I want to say. Like Saturn in Pisces is about breaking the boundaries. Saturn is boundaries, Pisces is boundless. I don't even know if that's a word, boundaryless, boundless. So Pisces has no boundaries, okay? And that's always something that Pisces struggle with, establishing boundaries. You know, how much do I do for people? How much do I do for myself? Who's taking advantage of me? Who's genuine? Those kind of things. But in the health sense, it's about breaking free from our idea of what the health system should look like, okay? the traditional way that the health system should look like. I studied psychology for a bit and I found out a lot of stuff about, um, you know, like the work that psychologists were doing in regards to holistic health, like analysing that people's environments can really impact their mental health. Um, the fact that people might not work out, people might not be eating properly, they, you know, they're affected by poverty and all these things can impact someone's mental health and looking at studies in which demonstrate when you move someone out of a certain environment then their mental health can improve so there's going to be a lot of holistic healing an alternative healing that's going to be explored with this Saturn in Pisces um transit especially as we have 
the ending, like I said, of Neptune in Pisces, which can really cause confusion and magnify um, illusion. Um, I think we will see a rise in spiritual practices, um, conversations, etc., as people access a higher consciousness and open themselves up spiritually. This has been happening for quite some time. If you're in the right space, you're seeing the right conversations being had, you're getting the right insight, you're getting the right advice. Um, but I feel like mainstream is going to catch on to that. Um, and again, with that comes regulations, but most importantly, the messages are going to be reaching the masses, okay? The collective is going to be waking up and understanding more about what their spiritual journey is and how to integrate that into their everyday reality. Definitely an increase in the use of herbs and hypnosis, alternative healing. Um, Saturn in Pisces is opposite the Virgo house where currently no planets are, okay? So there's a ability here to not apply logical thinking to everything and um this goes back to dreams because people think because you dream which again is not even logical because how can you see dreaming every day as something that has no function i don't understand it <laughs> like why does the why does the mind do that if it has no purpose that doesn't make any sense to me that is not logical that's illogical but people think, oh, you know, reading into them is, is not a logical thing to do. It is. Why am I dreaming about this? Why is this on my mind? Why is it being playing, played in pictures while I'm sleeping? What is this? You know, why is it affecting me? Why can I cry in my sleep? Why do I wake up feeling anxious? Why, why, why? What is this? This is one thing about me. I love asking questions. I never stop questioning stuff. And I think when we get into a place where we stop questioning stuff, that is very, very dangerous ter territory. Very dangerous territory. So, you know, with uh, Saturn in Pisces in position of um, opposing the Virgo house, it's always about the fact that our subconscious is being impacted by our health and vice versa, okay? So I think that a lot of people are going to be recognizing that. You know, actually, I'm unwell physically because I'm not dealing with the emotional blockages that are in my subconscious. I'm suppressing everything that I feel, everything that has caused me hurt, everything that has caused me pain, and that is creating a physical response in my body which makes fucking sense why does it not make sense it does you know if i can think myself into being healthy if i can think myself into being well sure as hell i can manifest it in my physical reality so if i think all these negative things about me where are they going to go energetically wise they're going to sit in my body and they're going to accumulate into some sort of disease or virus that i have that i need to deal with and these are all things that years and years and years and ancients and centuries ago, our ancestors used to do, our ancestors understood. They went back to the earth. They went back to herbs. They went back to plants. They went back to alternative healing, which obviously then wasn't called alternative, alternative healing. It was just healing. But they went back to the, the things that they knew worked. And that's why like ayahuasca, Retreats are so common, like these meditation retreats, these things that take you away from everyday reality and put you in a place where it's like you have to face your problems. 
you have to face your fears. And a lot of people come out better for doing that for themselves. So yeah, I feel like um, there's an opportunity here for people to access the subconscious through trusting the unknown. We don't have to have a logical explanation to everything. You know, I can't explain how half of the time I can read for people I've never met before. I just know that it's energy. I just know that energetically wise, I'm picking up on something and through communicating with them or connecting with them, they are conveying to me what I should be telling them energetically or their guides or spirit guides or the universe. I don't know, but I just know that there's something there that allows me to do that. And that's what people are going to be tapping into. That's something. Uh, Pisces have a strong, strong connection to the spiritual realm. So we can see people having more psychic downloads. But whilst this is a positive, it is also a negative because it means that this can influence psychosis, which can influence, um, you know, admissions to asylums, like mental institutions and all that stuff. And people having mental breakdowns and people just becoming really manic because they don't know what to do with the information or the energy that they're feeling. Like, I'm sure if someone was having all the dreams that I have and to the extent that (laughs) I dream, they would think they were insane. And loads of spiritual things happened to me that I thought, if I tell anyone this, they're going to put me in a psychiatric ward. And I've had to keep it to myself. (laughs) Because those little gems are just for me. Those little spiritual nuances are just for me. That's the way the universe, my guides and spirits communicate with me by using little weird spiritual things that only I understand. And sometimes you're not supposed to tell everybody those things. Obviously, if you focus too much on them being weird or you think too much about it, then you're going to think yourself crazy. But a lot of us need to learn and develop our psychic abilities because everybody has them. We need to develop our spiritual muscle because everybody has that also. That enables you to cope with the energies that you're feeling. Um, I think it's important to note that Saturn doesn't function very well in the sign of Pisces because again, Saturn is about boundaries, it's about time, it's about organization, discipline, structure. Pisces does not give a shit about any of that shit. (laughs) I always struggle with, (laughs) I always struggle with, um, the polar opposites within myself. I can go from being highly motivated, um, highly organized to being absolutely chaotic and very unmotivated. And sometimes I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why have you swung between this and that in the space of five minutes? And it's because I have a highly concentrated um, influence of Capricorn in my chart And then I have a highly concentrated influence of Pisces in my chart. And it's like consistently flipping between the two. And it's really exhausting. But in this transit, it's like learning that actually you can do both. It's okay to rest. It's okay to lay down, to do nothing. And it's okay to also put in work. It's just knowing to create a balance between the two. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that is going to come in for a lot of people personally you know there's a benefit here of Saturn being in Pisces bringing more artistic expression helping you be more creative 
helping you be more expressive, but also knowing when to tap into that energy. Okay, because every artist, every creative creative will tell you that they have periods of time where they have to do nothing to get the inspiration that they're looking for or to get the inspiration that they need. And that's why sometimes you have writer's block or creative block because you just need to take a time out, take a break before you can get in that creative bag. Okay? Definitely see rise in theatre. Acting, film, production, all those things will generate a lot of profit from productions that look at human suffering, like evoking compassionate feelings in people, mental health, looking at addictions, and mainly a utopian storyline, especially romance and fantasy and significant use of imagination so heroes someone you know who's saving victims the knight in shining armor those things those are my favorite movies by the way but those things in this specific era in this specific time will definitely get a lot of traction i think the government will struggle (laughs) the government will struggle a lot over this saturn in pisces transit They will struggle to maintain control over people. People will realize who the true enemies are. This has already started. You guys look around, you can see. The next phase will be targeting areas or services that the most vulnerable people rely on. So in the UK, we have an issue going on with the NHS. The government don't want to pay NHS workers what they're deserving of they do a really hard job like without them people will be dead like we wouldn't have healthy people and they don't want to pay them well for that the sad thing and twisted thing about that is that the government could easily fix this issue but they don't want to because as you guys may have forgotten Boris was in the process of privatizing the NHS. That has not gone out the window, okay? That is a plan that you guys just may not be privy to. I remember things. I don't forget. That man was awful. (laughs) But I remember certain conversations and talks and, you know, link-ups that were happening at the time of his um, period in office. And I think with all the turmoil that's happening there are some strange outcomes that can definitely come from all these strikes and stuff. And I think privatization of the NHS is one of those, okay? It's going to be used as um, like a quick fix. Well, you guys don't want to go to work. You guys want to strike. We need people to, you know, we need people who are going to work. We need people to save patients. So we're going to privatize things because they will work. Yeah, because they're getting more money. Duh. Why would they not work? They're being paid appropriately. And the reason why they want to do it is because they want to cut out of the money that's been made. It's all a business. Everything, every single aspect of our life, of the of the <laughs> of the way we're living is business. Um, and people need to understand that. So we need to be very careful with how we're doing things as well. I feel like the use of machinery the use of AI to do the jobs that people don't want to do for the low wage that they're 
forcing people to do them for is definitely going to be an issue. I think over the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot of that. Like, we've already seen a massive rollout of fucking self-cash outs, self-checkouts, which I, I hate. I like to some degree when there's a few of them, but, you know, they're really just removing the human experience. And this is why people are going online and attacking each other. Because they don't even go to the shop every day and speak to human people. They just fucking talk to the machine. <sighs> health is going to be extremely important, especially health of the mind. The mind can make you sick as well as it can make you healthy. Okay? So I feel like people need to be careful of over-medicating because this can cause further sickness. I think you need to be very, very careful when you're going to the GP or anywhere that is providing um, medical advice or support because they might not be telling you things that are good for you, okay? It might just all be like, oh, we need to get this many people on this medication. We need to see if this medication works. We need to conduct a study. We need to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You need to be very careful of what you're taking and what you're putting in your body because Saturn in Pisces is about intoxication okay toxic chemicals toxic things substances all that jazz poison all that crap we need to be very very careful because if your body is not in a good shape to fight any foreign entities then we're going to have a very 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 dangerous situation on our hands so please guys focus on your diet your nutrition is very important And most importantly, releasing and decreasing stress for better health management, okay? Do more meditations. Take more walks in the park. Go to the gym. Smile more. Laugh more. Go out with friends. Do things that are free, that you don't have to spend money on, but you have joy doing. Go bike riding. Go roller skating. Go to the pictures. Go to a museum. Do things that just allow you to get away from the crappy reality that is often shoved down our throat because that is the only way you're going to stay sane, especially over the next couple of years, <laughs> okay? You need to make sure you're doing things that you enjoy, things that you can look forward to, things that bring you happiness. Prioritize that. Like I said, poison is significant here. Be aware of any toxic substances, things that can deteriorate the body over time. Especially is because these things are things that you don't see um, causing damage to the body at the moments that they're causing damage. Okay, so you want to be careful of like alcohol consumption, drugs, tobacco, as these can end up in casualties. I can definitely see like a rise in cancers, um, a rise in like overdoses or blood poisoning because of alcohol or something that people are doing to get high or to to numb the the pain or to escape it can be very dangerous um one thing about Saturn and Pisces um or Pisces any energy in general is unfortunate tragedies like sad stories about people who um end up um losing their life in some shape or form, either as acting out as a hero, like saving other people, like saving people from fires, or especially when it comes to water, 
like be very very careful when it comes to large bodies of water um you know make sure if you have young children or people who can't swim in large bodies of water that you're taking care of them we need to be careful of like people who are swimming in the open ocean because you just don't know even though they say there's no sharks who do how do you know (laughs) you ain't the sharks (laughs) you don't know where they be going (laughs) be careful guys like this can be really tragic it could be shark attacks it can be drowning it can be stinging like being stung from something in the water like just be very very careful and mindful of what you're doing when it comes to water even consumption of water as well like make sure i personally don't drink tap water i don't know what the fuck they be putting in that thing i don't like it um and like i said going back to water being a very significant energetic um organism we will learn a lot more about that. Like we already know that water has a specific pattern. It can change patterns. It can influence how we feel and what happens in our body. So if we have a a situation where we're intaking water that isn't good for us or is dead, which by the way, a lot of people drink dead water. I mean, the majority of us drink dead water. Like it's only live water if it's coming from a stream that's something significant that I learn. But um if we're consistently consuming things that aren't good for us, then we're going to have a problem, okay? One really interesting thing about the Saturn in Pisces transit is that on the same day we have a full moon in Virgo. So the same day that Saturn enters Pisces, we have a full moon in Virgo at 16 degrees. And this is a Cancerian degree. So definitely, oh, it's, gives me, it's giving emotional healing, okay? It's giving healing our roots, healing our connection to the feminine, releasing anything that has made us feel stuck, any blockages that we've been holding in, especially emotionally or mentally, and bearing in mind that Virgo is ruled by Mercury, but also by Chiron, I think there's going to be a lot of people talking about their struggles. Um, and being that community that people need, okay, creating that space, that environment of safety, of companionship, of connection for other people. All right? When Saturn enters Pisces, it does so alone it makes hardly any aspects. I think it was like one or two aspects. There was like an aspect to the uh, South Node. Again, the South Node is about letting go of shit. (laughs) And the South Node at that point is still in Scorpio. So we're letting go of suffering. We're letting go of um, lies, hidden things that are hidden, okay? A lot of things going to be coming up to the surface. A lot of things going to be revealed. Um, Again, because Pisces is about hidden enemies, Enemies of progress, people that we don't particularly see very clearly. And because Pisces can be quite naive, they can be very trusting of people. And I think the collective is very trusting of people who are in positions, quote unquote, of power. We're going to be waking up and realizing, oh, this is what's happening. And there's going to be a big revelation about things that happened over the last three years okay I think I mentioned it in one of my other episodes where I spoke about the fact that 
something's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of data, a lot of information. Things are going to be uncovered. Things are going to come to light about that whole situation that we all went through and the things that they were forcing people to do um, and how this has created some damage, okay? Um, impacted a lot of people's health. A lot of information is going to be published about that. A lot of people are going to be speaking up about that because they feel like they're being lied to and they feel like the masses are being lied to. So there's that. I think that with Saturn entering Pisces alone, it marks the start of the end of the Neptunian era, the age of Pisces era. And this is a big spiritual development for the collective. It's the end of illusions, of being unbounded, of being naive, overly trusting, sticking our heads in the cloud, pretending like we don't know what's going on. You know, most of the time we know what's going on. We know what's in our closet. We know our own dirty laundry. We just sometimes sweep it under the carpet and we decide that we're not going to face it. There's no more of that with Saturn in Pisces, okay? It's about taking responsibility, taking accountability to end stuff that don't serve us anymore, to pay attention to habits that are ruining our life, ruining the collective energy and also damaging earth. So Neptune leaves Pisces the same year that Saturn leaves as well. So that is a beautiful wrap up of the end of all of the crap that we've been going through. I feel like people are going to become a lot more compassionate I'm already seeing it like people are being a lot more understanding and even if they don't identify with someone struggling like they haven't personally experienced it they're standing up for each other and providing that support where necessary and saying you know what actually what you went through is not right and even though I've never experienced that I can see from your point of view how you feel and I can stand with you on that and that's what we need we need people to relate to people not just because they've experienced the same thing that they've experienced, but because they recognize the struggle that that person has been through. One of the uh, massive things is homelessness, okay? I work in the homeless sector and a lot of people don't know that you're like one paycheck away from being on that street, on that corner, on that concrete floor, in a tent or a sleeping bag, along with other people that are already there. Um, and I think the pandemic really highlighted the importance of supporting homeless people, like supporting them uh, mentally, emotionally, um, physically providing shelter, providing somewhere safe to stay. Um, and I think a lot of people didn't understand the, the depth of the struggle that homeless people face and just how bad the government are at the moment in providing suitable accommodation for those most vulnerable people um and going back to that situation that I was explaining that you don't have to have gone through homelessness to know that having shelter is a basic human right and that's what we're going to be working with here people understanding basic human rights okay and realizing that if we don't stand in numbers then all these rights are going to be taken away and we're going to have nothing um so with this full moon in Virgo I feel like we're going to be releasing a lot of things like releasing the perfectionism tendencies that we all have to some degree the illusion around being perfect or having a perfect lifestyle or being a perfect person um the illusion around working too hard to gain something like some people work extremely hard and gain nothing and some people work 
extremely less and gain everything. Being overcritical of ourselves and of others, self-love is a massive thing for me. Um, over the last couple of years, I've been really developing that and so much so to the point that I don't speak negatively about myself. Like I, I take time to really appreciate who I am as a person, what my values are, um, how I show up for myself every day, how I show up for the people that I love, how I show up in my career, like doing what I love and um, supporting the people that need my support and being really appreciative of what I have. And I feel like a lot of people are going to start realizing that. And that usually happens in the, in the, the face of hardship. Okay. A lot of people, when things are being taken away, when we're struggling, when things are going left, it's like, oh, wow, now I really have a time now I really have time to appreciate everything that I have. Um, and, you know, expressing gratitude because I could be in a worse off position than I am today. I think the tendency to escape things that we don't want to face anymore by overworking is going to be done away with. And I think the tendency not to deal with or express our emotions is also going to be something that we no longer glorify or you know forget to focus on like we need people to look after themselves energetically physically emotionally spiritually we need people to look after themselves and that's going to be an extreme focus during this um Saturn in Pisces transit I think there's going to be a lot of focus on the charity sectors and services that help people undergo some sort of um personal transformation so homelessness um healthcare um anything that provides a service to people like social services or anything like that social work da, 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 da. even all those like centers or communities that provide spaces for marginalized people. I think there's going to be a lot of focus on those um, areas of society. And I think there's going to be some sort of revolution. Okay. We're going to see more strikes and even national strikes. Again, I had mentioned in a previous episode that not a lot of people are covering this in the mainstream media, but energetically, I feel it. I know that it's happening. And um, if you look to alternative media, you can see it's happening as well. So guys, I don't know how long this episode is. I might have to release it in parts. <laughs> but that is my take on Saturn in Pisces. I'm trying to think if I've missed anything. I just think that this is a very, very beautiful time. Although it's challenging, although it's difficult, although it is annoying and some of the people that we're up against are awful, this is a beautiful time to bring about change. I guess maybe I might do another episode where I speak about um, Saturn in Pisces in previous years. Yeah, maybe I might do that depending if I have time. But um yeah, guys, that is my take on Saturn into Pisces. I hope it has been helpful. Please do not forget to like, comment, subscribe. If any of these downloads or, uh, you know, themes I've covered, manifestations resonate with you, if you're feeling this intuitively, if you, if you can understand everything that I'm saying, then put a thumbs up or just send me um, some sort of confirmation that, you know, 
you are feeling what I'm feeling and you're preparing in advance as well. Please not forget we have a new segment of dilemmas on this podcast. So if you have a spiritual dilemma or any dilemma for that fact that you want a spiritual or astrological perspective of, I'm very 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 notorious for people telling me stuff i'm like yeah because mercury is going through retrograde and jupiter is in aries and blah, 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 blah. and people are like what the hell are you talking about and i'm like i'm very good at doing that so if you are going through something and you literally can't figure out what the hell is going on send me your spiritual dilemma you can send them to spiritualaf at outlook.com or you can find me on spiritualafx.wordpress dot com until next time i hope to catch you in the next one take good care of yourself enjoy the rest of january and enjoy february and we will speak very soon bye